Amen. Well, we're learning. You know, every once in a while, I'll give you a little cues, and you say amen there. We're learning. Okay, because if you're not learning, you're dumb. And, uh, you know, uh, Uh, <laughs> there ain't no cure for dumb. We can't pray that out of you, right? And, and, and see, th- the deal is, is that uh, God's will for your life is amazing. And the only way, the, 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 only, the only way to, to actually mess up you know, God said, my people, talking about his people, which would be us, he said, my people are destroyed by a lack of knowledge. See, uh, it's like, we, it's like we, we, we listen, but we're not hearing. And Mark, Mark 4, 24, you know, especially, I love it in the Amplified, but, but it says, be careful what you hear. Be careful, be careful with what you hear. In Luke, it says, be careful how you hear. In Mark 4, in the Amplified, it says, it's the level of thought and study that you give. You have to, you have to be thinking. You, you, have to, you have to let God begin to change the way you think, right? Because, you know, if all you're doing is listening to the Word, it's kind of it's like uh, the other day, uh, I can't even remember why I was in the mall. I knew it was going to be quick, though. And, and, I sh- and I was shooting through there, and, and uh, over by the food court, there was a table and, and, a, and a lot of ladies together, and they were just having a great time, and it was awesome because they, you could just tell they were really enjoying themselves. But, but uh, there in, in a chair, in a high chair, was, was a very young child with a spoon. It had a bunch of, bunch of food on the, you know, choices. And, and, uh, but while everybody's talking and laughing, and, and, and the child's like just, just like painting. You know, and, and I mean, this kid is like just covered. I mean, covered. And just having a great time. And, and my first thought was, that's awesome. Because, you know, they, they, they would just, you know, just calm down and, and let the child, you know, let her, let her fly. You know, and it was, it was on. And just food from head to toe. But then, then this thought hit me. That in that environment, surrounded with all that food and all those choices and, and all those options and, and all those people indulging. But... Covered with food. In actuality, the child could die of hunger. Covered with food. Because it wasn't getting any of it in what you might call the, the pie hole, okay? It, it wasn't getting any of it. And, and, and a lot of believers put themselves in an environment where they're surrounded with food. Covered with the word. But nothing on the inside. Not, nothing in there, not, nothing in there that's feeding that inner man. And, and, and they're weak. They got a big Bible. But they're weak. Huh? They, 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 they got friends that know God. And they listen to what they say. But the problem is, is that faith doesn't come by what they heard. Your faith is developed by, by what you hear. And hear, not just listen, but thought and study. And, 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 and you want the will of God. See, God's word reveals his way. God's word brings revelation. 
and, and, and then it opens, it opens your heart and your mind, and you begin to see God's way. It, you know, like, like it said in Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing, his way of being. See, God's ways are not your ways. And so we need God's word to bring revelation of God's ways so that we can have the motivation See, see, revelation gives birth to motivation. Motivation prepares you for manifestation. And, and we all want the manifestation of the will of God because God's will for our life is good. God's will for our life is acceptable. God's will for our life is perfect, right? And, and, and so it's the only thing we want. All, all we want is God's will. But the only way to have God's will is to live God's way. And the only way to do God's way is to have God's word. So all the enemy has to do quite often to keep you out of the way of God, which is going to collide you with the will of God, is to get you to separate from the word of God. So you got to get, you got to get in the word, and you got to get the word in you. And, 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 and because, you know, James said, if you can receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, it has the power to save your soul. Your soul is the way you think, the way you feel, the way you make choices. So God's word can change the way you think. Right, so so let me put it this way: if if you're not in the word enough that it's it, that it's changing the way you think, you're not in the word enough. See, you, you got to get in there until it begins until it begins to shift your thoughts, which will shift your emotions, which and your emotions are making your choices, and your choices are determining your actions, and your actions are are developing your your habits, and your habits defining your character, and your character is tying you to an end result. So you got you got to get in it. You, you got to get it in you. So, so I can have that process, right? Because w- without the process, you, you, have, you have the Word of God, you know, uh, familiarized, but yet the ways of God, you're still paralyzed. And you, you, you got you to get this because, see, here's the deal, is that your choices being made by your emotions and your emotions haven't been changed by his word. So you can, you can kind of know a little of the word of God but still be making all these wrong choices. And, 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 and the road you're on is all over the place, so your emotions are just crazy, right? And, and, and what we have to do, what we have to do is allow God to, to make us whole, Emotionally, you know, so you, you know, your heart, your emotional center, that, that heart, you, you know, the, 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 well, here, you know, we say and do stupid stuff, don't we? I'll go over here. We say and do stupid stuff, don't we? See? Liars. Okay. But we, we say and do stupid stuff. I mean, people will say dumb things like, Follow your heart. What a stupid thing to say. Follow my heart, I'll punch you in the throat. That's what's in my heart. Okay. Just being real. You don't, you don't follow your heart, you guard your heart. Proverbs 4, you know, it says, above, above everything else. Guard your heart, because everything you do is flowing out of there. You know, you, you, you got to guard it. You got to guard it. And, 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 and you know what you have to do is, is it, you won't guard nothing you won't own. So you don't follow, if you follow your heart, then it's controlling you. You're, not, you got, you, you're supposed to be in control. 
So you, you, you guard, you own it. Well, well how, do, how, you know, how do I, you know, I got this stuff in me, and, and, and I know it's wrong, and these emotions are, are, are out of control. And, and don't wrestle with that. It's not what's in there right now. It's what you're putting in there right now. See, because it, 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 you, you decide, what am I going to fill my heart with? The Word of God. You know, it might, it might behoove you. <laughs> King James word. It, it might behoove you, dear brethren, to turn off the television. It might behoove you to, to cut out Facebook until you, until you are in control of your heart instead of your heart is in control of you. I've read some of your posts. Come on, you use, you, you're using that, you know, you use... <laughs> You're using Facebook to, to publicly demonstrate that ignorance is killing you. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. You, you, got, you got your main photo up there, you and a Jesus t-shirt. You got to get the... Oh. Well, what's going on? Well, you, you got baby food all over you, but you ain't getting nothing in you. See, you have to, why? Because you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen, dude? Life's going to shake you. Hello? Anybody ever been shaken? Anybody, anybody here living real life? Come here, bro. I'm going to show you exactly what it looks like. Face them. Arms out. Show them what shake looks like. That was a short burst of shake. <laughs> Go until I say stop. Good. Yeah. Stand right out here. Hold that. Let her go. Shake, baby, shake. Okay. Now I got a questions for you. I have a volunteer. Okay. Anybody can spot a problem. Take someone special to solve it. Okay. So what came out of the cup? Water. How do you know that? Because you poured it. So you know what I put in there. Yeah. So you're not shocked? No. Didn't you think it would be something different? No. Why? Because I watched you. what you put in. Yeah, but what if I'm a magician? Then I'd have been a fool. But you're not a fool, are you? No. So you knew it was water. Okay. So why are you so shocked when junk comes out of you? Thank you. I can't believe I just said that. I can't believe it. I, can't, I don't know why I feel this way. Because you filled yourself with scuvulon. Which, by the way, if you're having trouble, like I can't control myself, and I say nasty words all the time, just say scuvulon. Because that's in the Bible. 
He said, I count my, myself, my life, I count all my worthy goods as scubulon. Dung. Poo-poo. Caca. Nasty stuff. Why, why are we so shocked when, when the wrong stuff comes out? Because we're putting the wrong stuff in. So you got to get the Word in there. you got to get the Word in there because, because the Word is going to bring revelation to His way. And, and Isaiah says, you'll hear a word behind these saying, this is the way. You know, anytime you're coming to a, a, to a crossroad, a, a, a turn in life, a right hand, left hand, he said, you, there'll be a word saying, this is the way, walk in it. But here's what we do is, is we, we hear that word, right? We hear the word, but then we, we consider the way and we go, that can't be God. And our emotions take over and make our choice, because every choice you make is birth out of emotion. And emotion, unhealthy, unwhole, unrestored, unrenewed emotion is, is, is you know, making choices that the unrenewed mind, see, is allowing. That's why you got to renew your mind with, with the Word of God so it can change your thoughts, which will change your feelings, right? And, and, and you got to get yourself to a place. And on the journey, listen to me, on the journey of listening to that voice and hearing, hearing God speak, and, 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 he, and he brings revelation, and, and the way comes. But quite often, you know, the way that God brings to you, it, it, you know, he said, my ways aren't your ways. And you look at it, and you're going, that, that can't be right. That can't be what God would have me to do. I, I don't like it there. Or I don't like them there. Or, or, you know, I feel awkward there. But, see, God's, God's leading you. But you, got, you know, let's just, just be real for a minute. You know, that, that when, when, when you're on his path, you know, the path of righteousness is scary. It's dangerous. God speaking. Go this way. You gotta be kidding. And the road, I'm telling you something about the road that God pulls you down, it ain't ever easy. It ain't ever popular. Hello, somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, buckle up, Beatrice. <laughs> oh yeah. Let me tell you what God's gonna do is, is He's gonna take you to the end that He declared at the beginning, but He's not even gonna consider. What's in the middle? See, the environment is going to change all around you. But he's just leading. He's got purpose. He's got intention. He's got a plan. And the enemy has a strategy. Disrupt the plan. God could care less. Did you hear what he just said? He said, God doesn't care. You know, if you don't get it in context, it'll bring confusion. God is not impressed with the enemy's strategy. And quite often, even knowing what you're going to go through, God will just lead you to what you're going to without even pausing 
because of what you're headed through. Because you're never going alone. See, he's not going to lead you into battles you can win. He's not going to lead you into situations you can afford. He's not going to lead you into problems you can solve. Because you know what? There ain't a whole bunch of glory there. You know, it's kind of like you loving people who love you. The Bible says that's easy. Now start loving people who despise you. Hmm? Jesus changes it up. How many know Jesus don't play? Do you say, I've decided to follow Jesus? And he says, let's find out. Huh? Yeah. I had a guy one time, this little side note, had a guy one time knock on my door. I opened the door, and he's standing there, and he's just got this big, goofy grin on his face. And he says, guess what, Pastor Tom? And I said, what? He said, God spoke to me. Good. I'm going to be your protege. You're going to be my mentor. I said, cool. Mow my lawn. And I closed the door. <laughs> True story. Under three minutes, there's a knock on the door. I open the door. He's standing there. I don't think he'd moved. He said, uh, can I borrow your mower? No. And I closed the door. Never saw him again, except at church, where he avoided me like the plague. See, sometimes you hear from God, but he's taking you down a path that you hadn't considered. And then the enemy gets you in your unrenewed emotional state to consider the path that God has chosen. And you to begin to share your opinion about the path that God has chosen. But here's the deal, is that when God declares his word, you no longer have an opinion. Can I tell you this? This might be hard to take, but it's a Sunday morning crowd, and you're pretty excited, caffeinated, you're ready to roll. You're the A-team. Come on. But there are not enough words in the English dictionary to describe to you how much God doesn't care about your opinion. This is the way. Walk ye in it. Well, I just really think that today, you know, in today's society, man, your unrenewed emotional condition is going to separate you from the manifestation that you've been hoping for. So you need the word to bring revelation so that you can have the motivation to walk the way so you see the manifestation of God's will in your life. Check it out. Matthew chapter 14, immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. So stop. Let's get this into context so there's no confusion. It says immediately, well, what had just happened before this? Well, they just had one of the most amazing meetings they'd ever had. 5,000 men plus women and children are sitting out there listening to Jesus teach. How many think that was probably pretty good? You know, you got Jesus teaching. We're talking Hello, and, and, and they're receiving the word of God. Rhema is flowing. And, and, and the guys come to Jesus, and they make this statement to him. They're hungry. And Jesus, I love Jesus, and I love his leadership style. You know, basically, his instruction to the guys is, follow me. Okay? And, and in the middle of what I'm doing, I'm going to pull you up, and you just do what I'm doing. Matter of fact, the work that I do, even greater, you guys are going to do. 
because there's going to come a point, and I'm going to jet, and you're going to stay here. You're going to be empowered, but just always just keep doing what I do. If, if you've seen me do it, do it, okay? Just follow me. And the guys have been learning this. They just hang with Jesus. They do what he does, and, and everything works out great. And they pull him aside, and they say, hey, 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 uh, 5,000 men uh, plus their wives and, and the women and the children, and some Bible scholars say that it was like 20,000 people out there, 18 to 22,000, okay? So let's just call it 20,000. 20, 20,000 people are sitting out there. They're hungry. And, and Jesus, we, we just thought as your, as your key leadership team here that we might want to mention this to you, that we're a long way from town, and, uh, you know, uh, Jack in the Box is already closed for the day, but these guys, these guys are hungry. And uh, uh, Jesus... Jesus looks at his crew and he says, okay, cool, feed them. And they take a step back and they have their little huddle and they say, scubulon. <laughs> he wants us to feed them. We better figure out what we got. And they look around and, and they find a Lunchable, okay? <laughs> they, 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 find, they find that little boy's lunch and they bring it in and they go, here's what we got. This is all we got. And Jesus like, crying out loud, guys, give it here. He said, watch. And he takes it, and he blesses it, and he breaks it, and he gives it back to him. He says, now feed him. Get involved. Do what I do. Go out there. Get your hands dirty. Take a risk. Have some faith. You just heard me all day. Rame a word. Flow. You mean like right now? Yeah. And they fed 20,000 people with a broken up Lunchable. You know what's weird to me? Is that we sit here like this going, mm-hmm. Dude, that's crazy. That's not normal. Okay? We ran out of chicken at a potluck. He's got 20,000 people being fed by a bunch of unbelieving disciples. This is nuts. And immediately, at the end of that, when they wanted to hang out and have high-five sessions and sit around and brag to the 5,000 men, look what we did. He didn't give them a chance. No, immediately, he says, go get on the boat and head out. You guys go. I'll deal with the clock with the crowd. I'll deal with the cleanup. I, I got this. All he did is he got him engaged. He got him involved. He got him to serving, which by the way, would be a really good idea for you. Get engaged, get involved, start serving. Huh? Why? Because you have no idea what Jesus could do in your life if you'll just start serving. Oh, that, that was good right there. I think we ought to, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you ought to help us park cars. You ought to help us teach kids. You ought to help us make music. You, you need to get involved and, and watch the miracles that begin to flow when all you're doing is serving the people that gather. That's what Jesus did. Of course, you know, you're probably above that or something. <laughs> he said immediately, go down, guys. Get in that boat. And uh, I'll take care of this. And look what happens next. He went up to the mountain by himself to pray. Just another side note, if Jesus needed to do this, there's a good chance you do too. 
might be really beneficial for you. <laughs> Just that. Uh, I have to hurry. But the boat was a long way from the land and beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> People say, the Bible's boring. No, you're boring. Because you, you read it. Uh, the boat was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it's a ghost. And they carried on. Oh, my God. He was walking on the water. They got Evan Root. He's got Reebok. He's beating them. This is nuts. This is not normal. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they freaked. They're terrified. They said, my Lord, it's a ghost. They cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke and said, take heart. It is I. Don't be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it's really you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water to Jesus. This is not normal. He will walk. Peter's out there walking on the water. Oh, my God. And when he, saw the, when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. And Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him. Immediately he reached out, took him by the hand. He said, oh, you a little faith. Why did you doubt? Jesus, don't play. Hey, speak to the 11 non-believers. No, I'm speaking to you who've stepped out in faith. Come on, you had a little burst of faith. Come on, what are you doing? You know what? You step out. You want Jesus to be mad at everybody else, but he's going to bring correction to you. Why? Because you're the one engaged. I don't need to speak to people who aren't listening in the first place. Side note. Sometimes I just get excited. He reached out and he took him. And, and when they got into the boat, check it out. When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And the 12 grown men in the worship, or in the boat, worshiped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. 12 grown men. I don't think that they, oh, Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful day that you have brought us into. Thank you for bringing Jesus into our boat. Thank you for delivering Peter from the storm, which he shouldn't have stepped out into in the first place. Oh, thou most heavenly, gracious Father. I don't think they were like that at all. I think, oh, my God, that was freaking awesome. Shut up. Man, you rock. You are not normal. I don't think they act like you guys at all. I think, oh, God, I'm never going to be the same. Never. Back to your world. Maybe this will help you. A story with pictures. Social media has introduced emojis to us. Let's use those in a story of a, an emotional roller coaster. They're headed into a storm and they're worried. They've been working all day and they're tired. The winds pick up and they become terrified. They're following the directions of their, of their leader, and they're confused. There's a ghost on the water, and the natural response, fear. One brave cat receives a word, confidence is built. 
The waves begin to roll, doubt flows in. Reasons begin to talk uh, uh, and, uh, and be, begins to tack it on. Panic shows up. Jesus grabs him by the arm. Relief occurs. His heart condemns him. He feels shame. Jesus helps him into the boat. He's humbled. The wind ceased to blow, filled with wonder. And the Son of God is revealed, and they begin to worship. Hey! Give it up to the tech team, man. They're rocking it today. It's an emotional roller coaster. This is a story about walking on the water. No, this is a story about an emotional roller coaster. They get a word from God, from Jesus himself, and it's right into the mouth of a storm. Matter of fact, the miracle's not Peter walking on the water. Think about it. What's Peter doing? He's walking. Oh, my God, he's walking. He's been doing that since he was a dyke. It's not what he's doing. It's the environment where he's doing it at. What's he doing? Walking. Where is he doing it? Out there. That's crazy. Yeah, but Jesus is out there. Who, def who defies crazy. Who crazy doesn't impact him. He doesn't care. See, Peter wasn't walking on the water. Peter was walking on the word. He, 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 had, he had a word, and that's what he's walking on, but he got distracted by the world. Wind and, and waves and, and that kind of stuff. And, and, and you, you know, but he's, he's just out there. He's where Jesus is. He's just, he's, just, he's, just doing, he's just doing what they've always done. Follow me. Okay, I'm coming. And he's out there walking. See, Jesus wants to lead you into situations that are absolutely nuts. But he wants you to know that he's with you. It ain't, ain't going to be you doing something that you ain't never done. It's just you doing what you do in an environment that you don't like. See, it's about the environment. See, it's what it looks like to walk with God after the loss of your spouse. It's what it looks like to walk with God after the failure of your company. It's what it looks like to walk with God when the doctor says you're dying. No, it's what it looks like to walk with God when the finances are all dried up. It's what it looks like to walk with God and not be moved. That's what that story's about. Man, that water stuff. Hey, we're just walking. Come on, we just walking. We, we just following Jesus. Don't you think it's interesting? Jesus said, hey, I'm going to meet you out there. You guys go. And they get out there on the boat. And they've been, man, fourth watch of the night. It took him a while to get there. You know what, four miles an hour That's a fairly good clip, especially on water. They've been out there for a while, and they're getting bounced around, and they see him coming, and they freak out a little bit. But don't you think it's interesting that when Peter sees him, and, and, and Jesus says, hey, take heart. Take heart, man. Take heart. Don't you think it's interesting that what Peter says? Because Peter, you know, Peter could have said, hey, you and me, we're tight. If it's really you, what's my middle name? He could have said, hey, you, you know all of us really well. If it's really you, what's in the bottom of the boat? Oh, I know, I know. Hey, 
Oh, thou most gracious heavenly Father, which knoweth all things. If it's really you, how many fingers am I holding up? No, what he said is, if it's really you, have me come do what you're doing. Because that's how Jesus rolled. And he's still rolling that way. See, you're out there in the middle, when, when, when Pete takes his eyes off the word, and, you know, he puts his eyes on the world, and, 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 he, and, and he, he begins to freak a little bit, and, and he starts to sink. Pete, Pete's thinking, I'm going to drown. I'm going to drown. You know, he, he thinks he's drowning. And, and, and again, you, you know what we think, you know what he needs? He, he, he needs solid ground. No, when you're drowning, you do not need solid ground. I need it in a boat. No, you don't need it in a boat. You need air. If you're drowning, you need air. If you get air, you can go under the water, right? And you're fine. See, a lot of people, even under the water, with air, freak out because their emotions, they can't control them. When we were in Hawaii one year and, and, uh, with Pastor Sharkey and Miss Linda. That was awesome. Because <laughs> we did this thing called snuba. It's where they give you the, the regulator piece, but the tank's on a float, and you go down under the water, and, and, the, and, the, and the hoses are long, and you drag it along, and it just follows you around. But my great friend, Pastor Sharkey, has a little issue with water stuff. And he's got his mask on, and, uh, but he won't go under the water. <laughs> Scared, okay? Freaking out. I spent most of my time under the water looking up because I, I, he's flailing like a little girl. And he's just freaking out, and, and, and the waves are going up and because the, he's, he's gotten himself as close as he can to the boat. The problem is, is that he, his partner is, is the gal that's leading everybody. So she's like dragging him around, and his, his mask is on, and he's, and he's bouncing above the water, hanging onto the tank, and he gets seasick. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was gross. <laughs> right there. You know, and, and it's like, hey, you have what you need. You, but you got to calm down. You got to take a breath. Let me tell you what, some of you people, you're just like shark. You're in an environment that's uncomfortable, but you're lacking the ability to, to relax and trust and, and breathe. You need to take a breath. I said you need to take a breath because he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's not going to leave you. He, he, you're not going to drown. It's just... Your emotions are out of control. You, you need to control that. You, you just need to take a breath. When God created man, you know, in the garden, remember he breathed the breath of life into him. So cool. And then you, you, get to, you get to the book of Exodus, and, and, and you get into the, uh, you know, into the story where Moses is like talking to a burning bush, and God's telling him, hey, man, we're going to do some great things together. And Moses is freaking out, and he's, man, it's going to be a crazy environment. But, but he, he makes a statement. He says, hey, let's just suppose for just one minute that I, that I elect to accept this mission. Who am I going to tell him, sit, man, a burning bush? When they say, who told you to do this? I, am I going to say, well, you know, there's a laurel bush, and it was on fire, and a voice was coming out. You, you know, I mean, who, who am I going to say? And he said, tell them the I am sent you. 
And then in verse, in, in verse 16, it says, uh, I like this, because he said, go and gather the elders together and say to them, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham and Isaac and of Jacob, appeared unto me saying, I've surely visited you, and I've seen that which is done in Egypt. He, he said, uh, where is it? Say, tell them that the Lord, show me 15, maybe I'm ahead of myself. Uh, the Lord God of your fathers, Abraham, has sent me, and Jesus, this is my name forever, this is my name forever, this is my name forever. He said, the Lord God of your fathers. You know, the, the Lord, he, put that down. Here's what he said to him. Okay? The Lord. Tell him the Lord sent you. The Lord, and in your King James Bible, it's all caps, L-O-R-D. And which, just, just so you know, that when there's a capital L and then the rest are just normal or, or when they're all, you know, not caps, uh, there's different, different words being used there. But the Lord is the Hebrew word that we, de- we, we derive the word, uh, you know, uh, Yahweh. We get it from there, Yahweh. In the Hebrew language, it's actually, it's also four letters, and, and it looks like Y-H-V-H, Y-H-V-H, Yahweh, or Yahweh. And, 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 but uh, ancient rabbis say that in actuality, uh, that that word, Y-H-V-H, which is over 6,000 times in, in your Bible, that that word, that name for God is actually is so sacred, it's unpronounceable. That when he said, who should I say sent me, he, 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 heard, he heard the sound as of one breathing. You know when you're drowning, you know what you need? Don't, don't, you, don't you think it's interesting that when a child is born and brought into this world, doctors immediately go to work, you know, they whack it on its bottom to make it cry. No. <gasps> so the very first act of every human on the planet is to announce the one who sent him. <gasps> don't, don't you think it's interesting that they say that when a, when, when a person leaves, they take their last breath. Oh, the last assignment on earth to announce the one who's called you home. <gasps> Maybe that's why David wrote, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. <gasps> Isn't it cool to think that people who are declaring, I don't believe in God have to use his name to share their ignorance see what you need in the middle of your storm (laughs) what you need in the middle of your chaos man I thought I heard God I trusted God it can't be God because look at us we're in the middle of a storm (sighs) take a breath I was with them non-believers, and I took a step of faith, and I'm out here where they won't go, where they refuse to go, and now I'm drowning. You ever wake up and you're drowning? Fear, depression, drowning in debt, sadness. Isn't it crazy to think? That at that name, every other name, 
has to step back. Even the angels. You begin to exalt that name. You know, the waves had no voice the minute he stepped into their boat. Maybe it's time to let Jesus step into your boat. I thought I had, I thought he was there. Maybe it's time to let him be the one that you rivet your eyes and attention to. See, that's what the word worship means. If you look it up in your Vines Expository Dictionary, the word worship means to rivet your eyes or attention on someone or something, to sit at one's feet, even as a dog sits at his master's feet, licking his master's hand. Maybe you're so focused on the storm you haven't yet worshipped Jesus. Because when he stepped into the boat, the wind ceased, and the 12 grown men were worshipping. They'd riveted, they were no longer talking about a storm. They were no longer talking about waves beating on the boat. They weren't talking about water that had been, you know, brought, into the, brought inside the cabin. They weren't, they, no, no. Their, their eyes and their heart was focused on Jesus. Maybe it's time for you to say, okay, Jesus, get in this boat. I mean, stand up in the middle of this thing. Let me see Jesus. I'm, I'm drowning. I want you to bow your head and close your book. We're going to pray a prayer together. And if you're here today, I'm not going to embarrass anybody. I won't call you out. But if you're here today and you know that today is my day, I'm getting Jesus back into the center of this journey. I'm taking my eyes off of the storms. I'm taking my eyes off the world. And I'm going to breathe in the breath of life. I'm going to make this prayer that we're all going to pray. I'm going to make this prayer. I'm going to make it my prayer. I'm going to let God resuscitate me. I'm going to let God breathe the breath of life into me today. If that's you, while no one's looking around, just hold your hand up. I'm making that my prayer. Thank you, 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 thank you. It's awesome. Anybody else? You can put them down. Anybody else? Just lift your hand. That's awesome. Thank you. It's awesome. Thank you. I think we ought to be celebrating, church. People are, people are like saying, yeah, today's the day. I, I'm taking a breath. Thank you, Jesus. I want everybody to pray this with me. Say, dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I know I need your love. I know I need your acceptance. I know I need your forgiveness. Get in my boat. Save me. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me vision and a fresh breath. I choose to serve you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, give him one more shout.